I have like a day now, it's me, Alan Smith, where we publish stories for a day's press and journal on Monday, March the 14th. Front page of the paper today is uh, Lives on Hold as Scots Trapped by Long DVLA Delays. So, um, Scots with medical conditions and disabilities are said to be suffering gross discrimination at the hands of the DVLA amid massive delays in their reinstatement of driving licences. Many vulnerable folk are said to be waiting months for their, their return following medical matters, leaving them trapped in homes and unable to accept jobs. The DVLA has said the reinstatement of licences can be compl complicated and the pandemic has slowed the progress of vital information from the NHS. But SNP MP Peter Grant believes delays need addressed promptly as they're having a real impact on people's lives. Aberdeen pensioner Simon Barrett, for within nine months, has launched an online campaign for reform. There are 800,000 others, nurses, lorry drivers, kids waiting for their first license, he said. Uh, there are all sorts of stories and it's just not good enough. So, well, it does seem to be a heck of a long time to be waiting for um, uh, this, uh, your license to come back if you've sent it off for a an update if ever, it'd be especially frustrating if you just pass your test who's waiting for your license, but um, yeah, hopefully they'll be back in the case now and um, getting all this licenses out to, to folk with them. Good in the money for um, pensioner for setting up an online campaign for <laughs> chasing them up a bit, eh? That's just what they need, maybe. I boot up the, the rear end. Now, here is uh, the much awaited uh, Comic Con. It was on Aberdeen the weekend and the uh, Apparently the crowds are left with stars in their eyes. So uh, thousands of folk turned out dressed as their favourite comic film and TV stars for the North East's own Comic Con. About 10,000 fans flocked to P&J Live in Aberdeen to catch a glimpse of some of their favourite stars, and the organisers hope that next year the event will be even bigger. Uh, the atmosphere was buzzing as crowds gathered to show off their, show off their impressive outfits, speak to some of the big names um, visiting Aberdeen and visit the stalls. Um, one of the bigger names at Comic Con, Lord of the Rings and Indiana Jones actor John Reese davis said he thoroughly enjoyed being able to speak to fans. He said, I love it. There has been a change in my life and attitude. I don't think as a younger man I liked people. Well, the more I talk and even listen to people, the more I fell in love with them. I can now say with some truth and accuracy, I really do love my fellow man. And they teach me so much. They teach me humanity, humility, and they also literally teach me things. Um, he says, I love Scotland and I love the Scots. They are a wonderful, clever, smart people. Of the four tribes, I rate you as the brightest, and I hope you'll remain part of the four tribes. I wonder if he says the same thing when he gets to Wales and Ireland. <laughs> you know. um, but although, he is speaking the truth when he's speaking about the Scottish folk. So. Um, I am hoping one day to make a movie here in Aberdeen. I've got a script and a good bunch of Scots actors, and by God, you've got some fine Scots actors, so I have to go and shake the money tree sometime. Um, so uh, among the other folk here was Gladiator Legends uh, there, James Crossley, better known as Hunter, um, drew crowds as he bench-pressed Back to the Future star Claudia Wells. The star admitted she was scared the first time uh, he lifted her, but she loved it in the end. Um, also there was um, Fistel Game with Sanjeev Kohli for his um, Naveed, and he says it was great to meet the fans from all over, with one fan coming all the way from Leeds to meet the cast. Uh, he just said it's nice to be able to connect with the fans 
and they'll tell you their stories because I know what comedy can do for people. Comedy's got me through some dark places. So, well, it seems like an absolutely tremendous day out, and there's uh, heaps of photos in. We are the heaps of folk uh, dressed up, and um, yeah, it looks like they've had a rare old time. And I think the only ones I would really care about right enough would be still game folk, because, uh, you know, as for a lot of folk, yeah, I think I could be in style game with the part of Tam, um, the grippy kind, but I just kind of see that myself. Now, here is a wee bit about uh, Haddo House and uh, return to Country Park for visitors. So, families enjoyed their first trip to Haddo Country Park near Tarvis in more than three months at the weekend. Storm Arwen destroyed uh, many trees with paths around the park are blocked. Craigie Woods will, be, will remain short for several months, as will the footpath to the east of Deer Park. The squirrel wood in the hide area will also be fenced off. A passer off a muddy with the, the machinery used to clear our deed trees and debris and visitors are advised to wear Wellingtons. A just giving page has been set up to help the recovery of Haddo Country Park with a target of £50,000 set. So, well, I'll bet it is dubby just now because it's dubby the best at times. Even a fine summer's day it can be dubby up here, but... Um, I, I can't believe that somebody's told me there was like 500,000 trees was blown down um, at the Haddo Country Park, so unbelievable. Um, so at least they're back up and open again and hopefully they'll start um, you know, getting some money back in. But uh, you know, it's a good idea, I suppose, to have a just given page and uh, hope they'll get um, a pickle donations in and get to their target pretty quick. But uh, a lovely place if you get a chance to visit and it's a, you know, it's a rare day out in the... Uh, if you didn't get any of the shops and things, very cheap enough. Now, here apparently is um, middle-aged Scots are missing out on sleep. So, uh, middle-aged Scots are now getting at least seven hours of sleep a night, pollsters have found, with almost four in ten revealing they're stressed. A survey of 30 to 59-year-olds across Scotland revealed more than half are negative in the recommended minimum sleep, with almost 40% telling pollsters at Ipsos Moray they feel stressed often or at the time. And in the poll of 931 Scots, one-third told the Brain Health Scotland survey their opportunities for social engagement are limited to only once a month or less. Now, the initiative, which is hosted and supported by charity Alzheimer Scotland, is urging people to take steps to keep their brains healthy in later life, to sleep more, stress less and socialise. Anna Borthwick, executive lead at Brain Health Scotland, said being mindful of our stress levels sleep patterns and sociability, as well as wider health aspects, can help us uh, as a nation to improve our brain health and reduce the number of people developing dementia. According to the initiative, good brain health not only lessens the risk of dementia, but also improves mental well-being. Um, Scots are also being encouraged to see factors often linked to heart disease, weight and exposure to air pollution as key contributors to good brain health. In the survey, 55% of those asked were clinically overweight, and 53% said they were exposed to air pollution once or twice a week. So, well, Cricky, I think I was far into all that um, category, because I very rarely sleep seven hours a night, I must say, and um, maybe like a, an ounce or two over, overweight. So, now looking good for me, I'll be dotter than for you, can So, if, um, if I start to be, if I start repeating the same stories over and over again, you'll can't... Uh, Somebody, for the love of God, write in and tell me. Now, here's a story about the uh, middle-aged Scots are missing out on sleep, apparently. So, middle-aged Scots are now getting at least seven hours of sleep a night. Um, only joking. Only joking. This is actually a story about the uh, the doggy that won the Crofts Agility title. So, Ewan, 
and the dog is called crazy, are keen for a world title bid after split-second Crofts win. So I reckon if you manage to see one of the Crofts, but it's absolutely amazing. And this is a Northeast dog owner and his Border Collie have won the acclaimed Crofts Championship Prize by a millisecond. Ewan Patterson and Crazy impressed judges during the dog agility contest, whizzing around and jumping, uh, the jumping and agility course in style. The pair were the last to go, but were well worth waiting for, beating the fastest time by one thousandth of a second to take home the Crofts Championship 2022 title. I bet the other folk were just raging. Um, it was the latest in a series of wins over the weekend for the duo. Mr. Patterson described Crazy as a dog in a million. Um, she also came first in the international jumping event at Crofts on Saturday. <laughs> international jumping event. Well, that's uh, a good thing that for dogs. I think um, my dog would here shout and we are shouting at him. Um, and the agility as well, uh, and with what judges described as a faultless first 30 seconds, uh, winning Crofts Invitational. The six-year-old has previously won the same title. Um, one Crofts presenter described Mr. Patterson faced on Haven and his dog as a handler and animal in perfect unison on their final run. So, well, anyway, well done to them and, um, you know, absolutely marvellous and I'm sure that the uh, doggy is very well looked after and I'm sure it'll be um, very well sought after for uh, getting some puppies for him. For other uh, breeders, nothing to do, but um, marvellous. And I dec like I say, I reckon if you've seen Crofts, but it was, um, you know, it's brilliant to see that uh, agility folk. I mean, the dogs is just gone like a hem as a hell, running about the end through the tunnels, up and down the seesaw thing, and or oh, other jumps, nothing like that. It's amazing uh, to see how quick they do it. And uh, even the folk that's with them, the handlers, is to, they have to nip on the knack because they kind of dawdle about between things. They have to keep the dogs right and further gone. But um, and then with the poles, nothing like that, that are just absolutely amazing and um, it was good to see that on the last um, bit for the Supreme Champion there was like seven or eight dogs was picked to be the, you know, for the money to pick number one and number two um, and they're all, you know, walking around the ring and showing off how, how good they are and the little poodle uh, stopped for a piddle so absolutely nothing else with that little doggy but um, good for good for um, the Manifesto in Haven and good for the dog it's a uh, you know, great as uh, a Northeaster that's won it, good on you. Now just finish up with sport as normal and um, again I'm off of the back page for it's just the uh, Aberdeen players and managers saying they're going to give it their all to get down to top six. Well, that's the very least to expect Aberdeen. Um, but um, inside the sports, but there's a wee bit about uh, Bobby Clark for, was an Aberdeen goalie and he was a, a coach at uh, Notre Dame for a long time, for 17 seasons until 2017. And uh, he says, if, you know, Everdeen tapping into the American market could pay big dividends for the Dons. He says there's lots and lots of talent across here that, um, you know, could easily do a good job for Everdeen or other Scottish teams. So, um, you know, I'm sure he's right and he'll be keeping an eye out to help the Dons wherever he can. So, a great, great goalie, Bobby Clark, and definitely one of the well-deserved Hall of Fames, uh, famous for Everdeen. And um, I think he played about 500 odd, maybe nearly 600 games for Everdeen, maybe, but... Um, great goalie. He'd, the only thing about Bobby Clark was if um, if he can't if he can't his shot was going to beat him, he just didn't bother moving. He just stood like a like musical statues almost. And there was heaps of photos in the green final. I was my and there was a goal against Everdeen. Bobby Clark was just stood with his hands up in front of him, looking to his right behind him as the ball was in the back of the net. And um, yeah, Bobby the cat Clark, but 
Now anyway, great player, great day, hero for the Dons, and certainly one of my heroes. No, as me done for you now, just a wee pocket series of the day's press and journal on uh, Monday, 14th of March. So, um, absolutely tremendous day up in the Bidding today, finding a very bright, a wee bit chill uh, in the wind, but uh, nothing too drastic. And uh, afternoon, it turned out uh, lovely, it's very um, nice and almost warm, you would say. So, uh, lovely day. And um, anyway, thank you very much for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, it'd be great if you could tell a pal. It doesn't matter how far about the buy, the only one in the world do. We've um, already mentioned this, I'll just mention it again, 42 countries. Somebody's been in, unless it's the same person just travelling down the world is uh, listening to it. But, um, you know, hopefully that's not the case. But anyway, it doesn't matter how far you buy, even if it's uh, Bunkery, maybe Bramar, Belingre, or Burnt Island, uh, Bath, Bournemouth, or Brighton, Bermans even, or maybe Boston, or uh, even if you're having a bad day at Black Rock, which is a great film, by the way, <laughs> but... Um, if um, you know, if you can, somebody buys only wine in the world, and you think that you know they're an all Aberdeenshire loon or quine, they let them kind of go to Doric Express, and if they can uh, log in and see if they think, that it would just be dandy. So, in the meantime, thanks very much. Now, cheers, toodle.